All right. You know it's week six. Your team's either in the gutter, on the mountaintop, or somewhere on the side trying to climb up. You don't know what you've done on the waiver wire, or you know exactly what you've done on the waiver wire. All that time you spent preseason, you probably balled it up and threw it away, didn't you? Because it's a waiver wire type of year that we're talking about. We've got bye weeks coming up. We've got Thursday night football. We've got Sunday night football, Monday night football. No English Premier League this week because it's international break. But we also got... Michi coming in, the fantasy football commissioner for everything we need to know for the NFL Week 6 on the Salsa Talk Radio Network. Michi. Mr. Kibasa, I'm doing fine. That was a wonderful introduction. I was calm. I was cool. And now I'm excited. And I'm prepared, hopefully, to have a nice conversation here. Climb the mountain to fantasy football prognostication greatness. Help our friends have some fun, get some bragging rights, maybe a couple of ducats. But you said something in the introduction that's a great place to start, man. Yes, and before before that, everybody that got their ass kicked by Michael, we know a lot of people that were in the path of that, were thinking about you. Best of luck to you, man, and whatever you can do, let us know you're doing all right. We have... uh, we have two fellas in our league that were right in the middle of it. And uh, I'm not going to touch their lineups. I believe they uh, they all went ahead and prepared everything before the storm. We look forward to hearing from you. Hope all, all is well. Hope your community is staying together. And if you need anything, just find a way to reach out. Because right now, we don't have service to reach out to you. So that goes to Boy B and Brother Hex of the PSL Pay. Mr. Kabasa, thank you. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's get into the fantasy football, Michi. Yeah. All right. We spoke about what you brought up to start, the rankings and the preseason gestations that we as fantasy football players plow through. Tell me, do you know people in your fantasy football league who would start their fantasy football scouting when the professional playoffs start? Meaning... Once their fantasy football is done, it's all scouting for next year. Oh, yeah. They absorb, they absorb every bit of propaganda. They subscribe. They sit down and watch television while their buttocks gets wider and wider just to get any bit of heads up on fantasy football in March, in April, training camps, rookie combines, preseason. Do I follow the NFL.com? Do I follow someone else's rankings? And I had made a study of that, Mr. Kibasa. Whose rankings are what this early preseason? Because uh, I am one of those people who overdo it. And NFL.com, for those of us in those leagues, they um, their projections are much higher than some of the other sources. ESPN, Fantasy Football Focus, um, Roto World, Yahoo. Check them all. NFL.com really goes off on the, on the promotion of these players. And let me ask you something. You had a keeper on your list. You had Russell Wilson as as your keeper quarterback. Yep. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson was projected to be the number four guy in all of football this season. How are those predictions working for you? As Not of good. right as of right now, it wasn't good, but 
and I will since I've been riding Russell Wilson for years now I will say that he never he almost never has a good first half and he always has a great second half so that's what I hope for but somebody else was dumb enough to drop Jared Goff so I happened to get lucky enough to scoop him right up so it's a new day even though I lost by 11 points last week that's a tough defeat in fantasy football double digits is never easy Jared Goff didn't help you all too much but did you know Jared Goff is currently the number five fantasy quarterback he started the preseason as the number 13 guy now you say to yourself am I going to war with Jared Goff on draft night the answer is no but as you move through week four five and six you've seen Jared Goff is not at a 13th ranked quarterback he's a five six some weeks he's a number one quarterback those adjustments and are so important in fantasy football i hope everyone out there is making certain adjustments seeing you know that different players are on the rise people in their preseason projections are never going to be a top 10 15 guy it's it's the drama it's the fun of figuring out fantasy football and if you picked up Andrew Luck as a late-round quarterback, how happy is the world for you right now? I should have done it myself. He was just sitting there. He was sitting there for a long time. Ours wasn't the only league. It couldn't have been. It couldn't no. have been. It couldn't. And, and that's what the preseason prognosticators said. Everybody was saying, oh, no, no, he's done. He's done. And I was thinking the whole time. I was like, as soon as he gets back to 100% healthy, he's going to come back and destroy things because he's just, he's just big and dumb. And big, dumb guys like Roethlisberger, they just like dropping back and letting it rip. I think Andrew loves a baller. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, based on his education and such, I think uh, the stereotype might not be accurate there, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> oh, he went to Stanford, my bad. Meathead. Yes, but- okay, Meathead. He's a big Meathead. He can be Thank intelligent. You. That's There you have See? There you go. Because he will just put his, put his mind to it, and he'll go get you 13 yards. He's uh, – out of the two quarterbacks coming back from injuries, uh, Mr. Watson and Mr. Luck, um, right now Andrew Luck is getting stronger, while Watson down in Houston is getting a beaten, getting a beaten. And he's uh, – I think we're going to see two guys going two different ways. And just to finish this really quickly, um, Mr. Watson was the number three ranked guy in the preseason to be the quarterback. Yep. And he's just not that guy yet. He's played well. He had another great fantasy game. He's got a game coming up I want to bring up. And for all you people who want to redraft, too bad. For all you people who didn't like these, uh, these, these, some of these quarterbacks because they weren't the brand names of Rodgers, Brady, or Ben Roethlisberger, these are the things you take note of. And, yes, you scout these things next year or for next year to be prepared to have a better draft. Mr. Kilbasa, I don't mean you specifically, but would you have not found Big Ben not the guy you wanted and you wanted Andrew Luck? You're saying should I would I have preferred him over Andrew preferred Roethlisberger no, over in Luck the, in the, the draft pro in oh. the draft pro I meant to say in the draft process Roethlisberger was higher ranked, but Andrew Luck is sitting there, and it's it's just something to learn. I made mistake uh, drafting a quarterback, not drafting the quarterback, Mahomes this year. It's uh, the only mistake perhaps I've made. I've probably made a few more. 
But that turned out to be like a big thing. And I'm someone who thinks he knows what he's talking about. And you were, I mean, so, you were saying all, you were saying the whole time, Mahomes, 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 but you just waited one round too many for him. And that's on me. And that's on me. So uh, there's a lot of lessons to learn about fantasy football. I'll tell you what, though, it's fun. It's enjoyable. And I hope for everyone listening, you know, you're having the same excitement and looking forward to week six games. Speaking of week six games, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah, you know, and I would say, I mean, Deshaun Watson, before you go dumping him, he did have, he's had his last three passing his last three games 375 passing yards 375 passing yards and 385 passing yards so i mean it's not like he ain't doing that bad man no i, I didn't if, if if i'm if it came out that um i'm dumping on him i'm not because he's played some great games he's not scoring as many touchdowns for all of you looking for a kicker there's one in houston that's leading the league in kicking is a free agent pickup mm-hmm. but watson is getting beaten up physically um in his games and Andrew Luck to me Watson is getting injured as the season goes on which is the concern for a running quarterback meanwhile Andrew Luck seems to be playing better football even with lesser tools great you know they lost that game in New England last week but not it wasn't because of Andrew Luck and uh, fantasy wise you know Right now, he's my uh, surprise MVP because there's a lot of MVP candidates. But I'm really admiring what you know what he did the other night against New England. And that's not to get off topic. What I meant to say is that there were people who dropped. And as Mr. Kibasi said, there are people you got to find on the waiver wire and you got to be active. You would think by week six, most of the players are off the waiver wire, would you not? You would think. But then there's other people that – that start off bad and people jump the gun and get rid of them. And then there's a whole nother batch of, of that coming, coming back up, bubbling back up to the top. It's uh, I think that's the benefit of us having a shorter bench and a 10 team league. There's players coming, there's players maybe available. I know the rest of America has different setups and I feel for you, but this week there's nothing to feel bad about. Everyone should kind of get a good feel for who their guys are, who the, pro teams that they enjoy watching are and we're going to see some uh, settling in and settling down i think we're going to see some 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 solid football penalties will go down the referees will stop posing with the guys while they do the celebration dance memo to the referees <laughs> stop you know looking like you want to jump in and with the polaroid and take the picture of the touchdown dance get out of there and we're going to see some solid football. It starts tonight, Mr. Kilbasa, in the Meadowlands. Yeah, and we're starting off big for my team right off the bat. And I got decisions to make, and I got a decisions to make right now, <laughs> Mishy. Eagles-Giants tonight on the Thursday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, did you know the Giants and the Eagles have been playing pro football games against each other? Since 1933, I did not know that. That's a long time. That's a long time. I uh, I saw something that said the knuckleheads. Some knuckleheads consider this the greatest rivalry in all of football. Well, I'm sure people from Philadelphia probably think that because they need a greatest rivalry in the history of something. Now, people from New Jersey. I mean, people. Let's face it. Ever since New Jersey was established and Philadelphia was established, those two areas have been hating each other, right? And and, and, and New-, New York. And the New Jersey Turnpike connects us by about 90 minutes. Ugh. No love lost. 
they used to take trains back and forth, and uh, they still do. Tonight, the Philadelphia fans are coming up to uh, the swamp, the Meadowlands, and it's going to be raining. The uh, We spoke about Hurricane Michael, and that wind and weather has just begun to reach us here. Well, I'm, this, this, this here bunker is very close to the Meadowlands complex. I'll just say that. Right. And it's going to be a rainy night tonight for uh, tonight's game. And you who's going to be the Eddie, going. who's going to be the Eddie Rabbit in this game? Who's going to love a rainy night at the Meadowlands? I, I got. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz both let me down last week. So horribly, yeah. horribly. That's decisions but I got to make right off the bat. The uh, decisions in fantasy football for the Eagles and the Giants tonight might be. Might be it can get pretty sloppy in the, in terms of the weather, but by the time that game kicks off, the field will be in good shape. But both defenses might be the best units tonight, all things considered. Your tight end on the Eagles, Zach Ertz, you got him. You have to play him. Okay. Um, Carson Wentz, you. I personally, I can see him kind of being the guy he was last week. Giants defense can do enough against a depleted running game where Zach, uh, excuse me, where Carson Wentz needs to be the star. And I don't know physically he's ready. We spoke of Andrew Luck. We spoke of Watson. Here's the other guy coming back from injury. And he's shown some nice games. You know, I think he's close to a top 10 guy for a couple of games. But last week, as you said, it's kind of, kind of what is going on in Philadelphia? Super Bowl hangover. Or is Wentz really not healthy? His injury said he should be coming back in week six, seven, or eight. Hmm. He came back kind of early. There's cause for concern there tonight. The the Giants, they have cause for concern. You know, the Giants are in last place, and the Eagles aren't far behind them. Yeah. And um, Eli Manning, uh, is Eli Manning. Odell Beckham, I think we made a reference to him last week, and I think it's, you know, sparked his, his, his game. He had a tremendous game. Threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown. He's a must-start tonight. You got to start Barkley. He's been a very nice guy so far. Yeah. And, and for the Giants, the question is, will their defense hold up against the passing game of the Eagles? And the answer is yes. And for the Eagles, the question is, who is going to run the ball? Because the Giants can play a little bit of defense. And it's going to be raining. This could be a low-scoring game tonight, my friend. Low-scoring game. Your boy, your your tight end out there is the guy to have. Odell Beckham, I think they're going to force it to him. And the Eagles' defense might find uh, some easy pickings. And, and that means, yeah, Eli is prone to interceptions. And there could be a nice play with the Eagles tonight. What, what a, say you, Mr. Kobasa? I say, what about this guy, Wendell Smallwood? Was he just a flash in the pan last week, or is he the real deal? Or is Corey Clement going to start carrying some wood for the Eagles? Mr. Smallwood, Mr. if you're looking for a surprise guy tonight in a low-scoring game, Mr. Smallwood's your man. That's a nice play right there. Good call out, Mr. Kobasa. <laughs> He's your man because he is the healthy running back. Clement evidently is over his quad. But he's not starting, and it might be a slugfest in the rain with some of these passes uh, being intercepted by either team. Again, your boy Wentz is a, you have to not Wentz, your boy Ertz, you have to start him. But other than that, Barkley is your guy. You got Beckham, you're going to start him, and the surprise play 
courtesy of Mr. Kielbasa, is Wendell Smallwood for you <laughs> fantasy people looking for some blogs. Yeah, you got that one. And then you, and there's one person you haven't even mentioned. Are you putting him on the shelf just like everybody else? Old Uncle Eli, man. Giants fans don't like him. Eagles fans don't like him, but he just refuses to die. We, you brought it up last week, and I uh, was very pro-Eli. He had a, a nice game. I think we spoke about his mom, his dad, his brother. It was a covered Manning family history. And he is going to be as good as his offensive line is going to let him. Barkley is a tremendous player to have. But the Giants are still a one-in-four football team. There's issues on offense. And the Eagles are the Super Bowl champions being two and three. I'm going to call. I'm going to say the Giants win tonight. And the Eagles, the Super Bowl champions, will be in last place on Monday morning. Ooh. Hmm. Or a tie for Philadelphia. It. How you doing? Let me give you one more and then I want to leave that 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 state of uh, brotherly love. <laughs> Go w. for it. WC Field, W the great WC Fields, you can look it up. The great WC Fields said, I'd rather be anywhere than sucking eggs in Philadelphia. <laughs> and on that train trip home, the the Philadelphia Eagle players, their fans on the turnpike will have to drive safely. Well, they're sucking eggs on their way back to Pennsylvania. Can we move on to another game, please? The sixth week in a row, Michi has no respect for the people of Philadelphia. Nope. No, no, it's not the people. Yes, it is. It's not the people. It's the sports programs, perhaps. All right. Except for the, you know, the college teams I like. The pro sports programs, man, forget them. Forget them. We can, we can so much fun making fun of them. Their insecurity show. Wind them up and watch them, watch them like, bump into each other. Go drink some speaking water. Speaking of winding up. Speaking of winding up. Here we go. Bumping into each other. Dun, 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 dun. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to the Dome to play the Falcons. One o'clock game. No Chick-fil-A in the Dome, Mr. Kielbasa. No Chick-fil-A in the Dome. Everybody in the world's jumping on the Jameis Winston train. It's like Fitzmagic is a ancient history by now. Everybody wants to start Jameis Winston this week. He's uh, the coaches love him down there. That's what I've heard. It was uh, Booger McFarlane on ESPN, my my new favorite broadcaster, mm -hmm. who said uh, a couple of weeks ago they just love him. They just love him. And this incident with Uber is an old story to the management team for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it's the Jameis show one more time. How about that? Let's go. I mean, it's going to be, this might be, this is going to get your track shoes on because this oh, might yeah. be a shootout. Matt Ryan's oh, got yeah. something to prove. Julio Jones got something to prove. Deshaun Jackson's got something to prove. Mike Evans got something to prove. A lot of guys you talked about right there. You A lot of guys. Famous Jameis playing against the, where are the defenses on either of these two teams? And that, and thus, you're used to track shoes, man. It's perfect. It's like a fantasy bonanza, all-you-can-eat buffet, <laughs> as opposed to the Chick-fil-A, who never had a buffet, and again, will be closed on Sunday at the Georgia Dome. I, I guess I won't, be cashing, I won't be cashing in my number one value meal that I won off you a couple weeks ago this week, because they're going to be I closed. Have, uh, I have a number one value meal coming to you. I think I got some uh, product from uh, what's the drive-in place that had the Sonic. Uh, cheese steak? Yeah, Sonic. Sonic. Oof, get a plug for Sonic. I owe you two <laughs> cheese steaks there. I'm be eating good. Oh my. Hey, my next man, trip to New Jersey is going to be eating well. That's all right, eating good. And the, and the corn dog in the Ohio State Fair can only be had in one place and at one time. <laughs>
And uh, I'm sure we will make another bet, and I am sure I will be happy, happy probably to lose that one for the next food item. <laughs> Speaking of food items, there is ba- basically at this Buccaneer Falcon game not an offensive player that you wouldn't be confident in playing. You love you love the quarterbacks. Matt Ryan should light things up. He's the number three or four guy right now in the league. The Falcons aren't stopping anybody. Jameis Winston should light up the Falcons. The question I have is Julio Jones and his lack of touchdowns coming into this game at at home. My over under bet is for the week for the next food item is Julio Jones is scoring three touchdowns this weekend. Whoa. Three touchdowns this weekend. And to accept this bet, you have to say either yes or no. If you say no, you accept the bet. Even though, are we putting, is it going to be like some sort of double or nothing thing? Or I just, yes or no? No. I'm saying no. Two, sure. Mm. Three, no. What's the best hot dog place in the ATL these days? Oh, man. That's a good question. I should call Mark Aram up and see. Well, how about the uh, the Rusty Nail? Rusty, oof. Pulling a good spot out. I'll tell you what. Lunch and beverage. That's like 1250 right? Yeah. That, that's pretty heavy now. Lunch and beverage at the Rusty Nail. Yes. Hot dogs and and a, and a, you know you want a cola you want a beer you want a bottle of water, but you know maybe three hot dogs lunch. Yeah, and the, and the best mac and cheese in in the city. Oh, Fifteen fifty plus tip <laughs> done and done. <laughs> All right, we've got ourselves a bet for this week. Julio Jones is going to light up the Buccaneers. Therefore, you have to start Matt Ryan in this game. The other must play for the Falcons is. Um, Mr. Coleman is playing because who's the guy who is always hurt? Number 24 in the Falcons this year. Devonta Freeman is out. Is he? Yes, sir. Oh man. So Coleman is another nice play. He's been hot um, or cold. And depending on the flow of the game, but he's going to get his reps. So if you look in your need, you have a, a team on a buy, you know, Coleman's not a bad option when he's the only guy getting the ball. I got a question for you, though. Yeah. In this game, Deshaun Jackson should be expected to have a nice game because someone is going to score points. And I like to talk about fantasy trust. You know, who do I trust in fantasy? And I realized last week that my fantasy trust, I got to expand this because someone's scoring points in this game and I don't have to trust it. I have to identify it. So. Fantasy trust, more or less. Who's going to do better fantasy-wise for you? Mr. Ridley, Mr. Jackson. Ridley for the Falcons, Mr. Jackson for Tampa. Which mm. guy would you put a, a dollar on to have a better game? I'm going to say Calvin Ridley. You well, know what? I, I'll put, you know, ahead. that's not a bad play. That's not a bad play. Well, it's a bad I play can't... for you if you've got Julio Jones scoring three touchdowns. Well, perhaps I really like Matt Ryan in this game. So you're saying because when you when you when you you know if you extrapolate some of the things that not just us talk about some of the things you think about perhaps uh, you listen to Terry Bradshaw he'll set you straight Phil Sims he's pretty good too but someone scoring touchdowns here and uh, I like Deshaun Jackson I think Ridley is a nice play he came back to earth last week you might see uh, Mr. Sanu Muhammad Sanu kind of bogarting off of Mr. Ridley you heard it here first. <laughs> But uh, I like Deshaun Jackson is to be the man that famous Jameis tries to overthrow. 
and to be successful maybe once, maybe twice in a high-scoring affair. So what does it mean fantasy-wise? You're starting Jameis Winston. You got Evans, you got to start him. You got Deshaun sitting on your bench. You had that Fitz magic, and you picked him up. Fitz magic, Fitz magic. What happened? It's over. Fitz fizzle. I wonder if they'll, Deshaun Jackson, wonder if they'll trade Deshaun him. Deshaun Jackson might be. Deshaun Jackson's a nice play there. What do you think? I think Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, if somebody's getting lucky. You know, if if they decide that they're going to try to shut down Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson's going to get lucky. What about Chris Godwin? You see, that's where the fantasy points. Those things. You know, some of the guys in the deeper leagues, you know, have this more of a controversy than maybe you and I have, but. I could see Deshaun Jackson being a, a top 12 guy, if not a top seven guy all overall. And I want one more wild card in this game because I'm kind of in the mood for wild cards in high scoring games. The rookie Ronald Jones, no one talks about him. People talked about him as being a bust. Well, it's week six in the National Football League. And Ronald Jones had about six weeks in all the training camp to get his mind right and his body prepared. He might be a guy who starts showing up not just tonight or, excuse me, Monday, hello, Sunday against uh, the Falcons. But Ronald Jones might be a guy to put on your radar if you're if you're all banged up with running backs. That's all I got there in the House of Atlanta. Again, no Chick-fil-A on Sunday. No <laughs> Chick-fil-A on Sunday. It's a travesty. It is. All right. That's going to be a track meet, 51-49 at the Georgia Dome. On Super. the go. Soup. Hey, guess what? Yeah. There's a game in Cleveland this weekend. It's <laughs> at the Browns. Let's go. Let's go right there. Dun, 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 dun. How excited How excited are you for your Cleveland Browns, Mr. Kilbasa? Do you mean America's team? Is that who America's you're talking about? Team. I, you, I stand corrected. Yes, <laughs> America's team. How was it last week winning that game? Describe as a fan what you what happened and oh yeah and it, how you were. I didn't. I I thought we missed the field goal first off, and then I thought there was two seconds left, and then I realized it was overtime and the game was over and we won. So it was a you know it was a ugly ugly win, but winning ugly is sometimes even better than winning pretty. We've never had all the every game we've been in has been close they've been in overtime three times this year what can you do it will take it we're two two and one it could have been a lot two, worse it could have been a lot better two two and one we said last week this team will mature a little bit then they had to do it quickly i'll tell you that uh that your team showed some nice defense again very sneaky. They didn't give up this time. I mean, they didn't give up. They didn't tire out. They played the whole. They played five quarters. If you're running, if you're running or training to be a basketball player, you better be prepared for overtime. Yeah. And I believe, I believe the Browns, after those early scuffles that they were on the short end of, and that debacle out in Oakland, this is the maturity. The uh, something we said about Ronald Jones a minute ago. You know, you're five, six weeks into it. Who are you? What's going on? And the Browns really showed uh, they could play tough against a mature physical team last week. This week, they're playing the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers. Your Chargers. I enjoy the San Diego Chargers. I'm a big Melvin Gordon fan. Dude, Melvin Gordon has been has been your saving grace. I mean, he's been destroying people so far. He was... Uh, in the summertime, for a little background, America, at Michi 108, not only was I down with Mahomes, but I was way down with Mr. Gordon. 
as um, my MVP kind of guy. And so far, he hasn't disappointed. Fantasy-wise against Cleveland, it could be interesting um, because your defense is pretty good. But this is a game where the Browns are going to win at home because they're playing a, a, a California team at 1 o'clock. Let's start with that. And if you start with that, you can say, well, how is that going to happen? And America's team is going to start with Baker Mania this Sunday. And Baker Mayfield, if you had the guts to pick him up, play him this weekend against the Chargers. Let's start right there, Mr. Kavas. Just like Believe Land did in our league, he's a true believer, and he picked up Baker Mayfield a few weeks ago, and he started him. You know, if you raise your voices loud enough, they say the heavens can hear you. <laughs> Fabulous. Fabulous. And... Uh, that is one of the ways that that's going to happen. And the people who are your beneficiaries fantasy-wise, hey, look, my phone's ringing. The people who are benefit fantasy-wise are the tight end, Njoku, and again, Mr. Landry, because Mayfield will has thrown a lot of double-digit balls to each of those guys since Baker Mania first took over. I like both of those players tonight. I like, excuse me, I'm uh, on Sunday. I think uh, I want to ask you about the Cleveland Brown fans and how loud that place is going to be. It's going to be really loud. And one thing, I think you can only wear your Color Rush jerseys three times. Now they've worn them twice at home. They've got two wins. I don't know if they're going to cash in that third Color Rush jersey or not, but they should be wearing orange pants every week. And something you might not know, America, even I mean, the Browns still, they're not getting that much respect on their defense, but dude. Fantasy, NFL fantasy, non-PPR, double digits every week so far this year. Double digits every week from your defense. How can Fantastic. You, yeah. That's winning fan, That's winning football. That's winning fantasy football. It's winning pro football games. They got a it's double digit. They got double digits in fantasy and they gave up 42 points or 45 points. <laughs> that's good defense. If you got them, play them. If someone hasn't decided to settle in on the, on the Browns D, make a trade for him. Go ahead. You know, have some fun. You know, quote, uh, you know, the quarterbacks of the past, pre-Baker mania. Let a knucklehead in your league think, yeah, these are the same old Browns. Snooker them, snooker them. <laughs> and pick up the Browns D because they're sneaky is what we said. And you just laid out the facts. But they're going to need it this week because the Chargers can bring some offense. And on the Chargers – I ask you this. We spoke about Philip Rivers and his very large family. Do you like Philip Rivers on the road in this situation, Mr. Kobasa? I certainly don't want to like Philip Rivers on the road, but there's another thing that's been sticking in Philip Rivers' crawl coming into Cleveland because during that one and thirty one stretch that the Cleveland Browns had, that yeah. one that one was Philip Rivers and the Chargers. And I'm sure he has not forgot about that. Dun, 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 dun. Really? <laughs> yeah. So hey, we might we're gonna have a good game. Um, Chargers are Chargers, the real deal. Hopefully, but you know, oh, the special teams player of the week, Denzel Ward, number yes. one, number four overall pick out of Ohio State <sighs> University, also had a pick. He's gonna be looking at Keenan Allen. And he's, he's going to get pick him off. Keenan Allen is uh, certainly one of the big underperformers, and you could—I personally can see him um, being underperforming because of the Browns' defense. You went out, 
drafted a kid was controversial. You just brought him up. He's been nothing but a good ball player for you. No question. And that makes your defense that much solider because those interceptions and those turnovers will continue to come. Because you know Rivers gives the ball up. I don't trust him this week on the road. I don't. Therefore, I don't trust Keenan Allen on the road. I'd be bet. I if I was starting Chargers this week, I would even start Austin Eckler, the RB two. Mm-hmm. I would consider putting him in a lineup because him and Gordon are the one or the two players that can kind of counter the front four and get into the middle line, get into the linebacking crew of your team. The Browns' defense is that linebacking crew is the one who's going to either uh, shut things down or kind of leave the door open. I can see Gordon and Eckler certainly doing double digits this weekend. Yeah, there's and a good chance. Not- no, that's not good for the Browns. There's a chance that the Browns could give up 300 yards rushing. You know, if it, if things oh, go bad. That it. Then we're saying the same thing a different way. Eckler is your guy. Find him, play him, surprise the world. If he was on my team, what you said, I would start both of them. Do something completely absurd. However, on the Chargers, someone's going to catch some passes. And is it going to be the um, – which one of the Williams brothers is going to get it? Mike or Tyrell? I, I, I'm clueless on this one. This is your team, Mishy. I'm going to say, I'm going to say uh, Mike Williams, the guy we spoke about earlier, is the Williams brother who will – the surprise player because again i'm looking for supply so some surprise players i just can't say everyone's not going to score and i'm going to take mike williams if i had a dollar i'd put a dollar on otherwise i think the cleveland browns are going to win this game at home and go to a record of three two and one what do you think of that i think you're gonna i i, I don't feel comfortable with you taking the browns again but uh you know hey this is gonna be <laughs> you we gotta shake this same old browns thing and we're shaking it off loosely but i'm i say we're, we're tough at home man so you never know and especially with baker mayfield keep them running keep them rolling carlos hyde chargers got mania. a good defense baker mania hashtag america's team Twitter, I'm going to be all over it. Mr. Kelbasa, I suggest you do the same. We need to brand this. And if it's us starting it, the Cleveland Browns should call us and say, thanks, fellas, here's a couple tickets. What do you say? Yeah, I've been saying it on Mark Aram's show's Football Minute every week this year, putting Cleveland Browns as America's team. We're doing it on Twitter. We're doing it here on the Sausage Hut Radio Network. Where are we going next, Mitchie? The one game that matters the most. Cleveland Browns. We're going downstate where the Pittsburgh Yinzers are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Another <laughs> one o'clock game. Uh, one of the ugliest, two of the ugliest teams, an ugly field, two sets of ugly uniforms, ugly quarterbacks getting it done. It's going to be a slobber knocker. And one Ohio River runs around each of the stadiums. Yep. Yes, you're right. You can you could get on a barge in Pittsburgh and sail on down to Cincinnati and see some sights on your way that'll probably make you want to barf. But hey, why not? Hey, those are camp. Those are campgrounds. Wait, that's a lot of people there. Pack oh, up your I canoe and head on down to the Queen City, at the top of Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful place, but this is a big game in the AFC North. It's huge not just for your Cleveland Browns. You know the Bengals first place four and two. Yes. You know the Steelers have been scuffling 2-2 two, two, and 1. Yes. And 
there's a couple some fantasy things that are going on here. Ben Roethlisberger on the road. I saw a talking head say, oh, don't worry about that. And I'm thinking that talking head's wrong. That's not a good scenario for Ben Roethlisberger playing against Cincinnati this week. I don't think that the uh, Steelers can play enough defense to stop the Bengals. And I can see Big Ben with a few interceptions. Fantasy-wise, there's something to say. Pro football-wise, the Cleveland Browns will be looking at, up at the Cincinnati Bengals after week six. But they won't be looking for long. That's just my long-range thing. But the Bengals are going to win this game. You're not going to get any help from the Steelers. It was. We mm. actually would probably. We probably want. Yeah, we want help because we, we, we want Pittsburgh to be three and two, and we want Cincinnati. I mean, three, two, and one, and then we would want Cincinnati to be four and two in this game. But not going to get it. Not, not going to get it. Okay. Gonna, but it's still. But it's still the Bengals, and you're still the Browns. Yeah, and. You know, we will continue to act like we're not from Cincinnati. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah, but there's also a cornucopia of fantasy potential, right? Uh, uh, it's really top-heavy with these two teams. Who do you see, Mr. Kielbasa, as your fantasy guys here? Well, you know, Antonio Brown is undeniable. A.J. Green's undeniable. Joe Mixon, that kid, if he's if he's all the way back, he's he's good. And then James Conner had a bad week last week, but I'm sure he's got something to prove, especially since what's-his-name said he was going to come back in a couple weeks. The uh, Yeah, we'll get into the Le'Veon Bell update, but uh, I can see uh, I can see your love for Mr. Mixon. He carried the ball quite a bit last week. He should be carrying. I'm carrying the ball quite a bit this week. I'm to understand Gio is out, but I'm, I don't have verification on that. It could be Mixon and a lot of them. Mixing it which up, is, which is really good fantasy wise. The um, the question I have for you is AJ Green, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown shows up in limousines and helicopters and on the uh, backs of elephants, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Meanwhile, AJ Green just continues to work in Cincinnati. Who, in your opinion, will have a bigger fantasy game in that one o'clock contest? AJ or Antonio. That's going to come down to the two other guys in the mix and that's Juju Smith-Schuster and Tyler Boyd. Now, if Juju, you know, he's he is always there. If Ben says if Ben doesn't like where Antonio is at, he's throwing it to Juju and Juju's had some big games and I I know he's on your team this year. He was on my team last year and I got some points out of him in the second half of the season. So, if Tyler Boyd doesn't have a good game, AJ Green's going to have a real good game. They're at home, but also I think Big Ben plays well in Cincinnati so Antonio Brown I'm gonna go with Antonio Brown there you go okay all right I got I got AJ Green as being a, the top wide receiver for the week Wow. and um, definitely two touchdowns certainly 120 yards the way Big Ben and Antonio have been playing catch with each other you you know it's easy to say Antonio Brown can do the same thing but I think the Cincinnati defense is a little bit better than people think, and I think the Steelers' defense is awful. And the shame and agony of the of a losing season in Pittsburgh is going to take a big bullseye right to the forehead because I think Cincinnati is going to clean the Steelers' clock. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't think that I, I don't think the Steelers' defense is worth it. So again, we mentioned Mixon. Now, how about your boy Andy Dalton? You're in need of somebody. Andy Dalton hasn't been all too bad this year. We've been talking about him, and he's playing at home. 
he's playing winning football and he's playing at home. The question is, fantasy-wise, is he going to give you enough? I think when the chips are on the table, Andy Dalton always lets you down. And when the Steelers' backs are against the wall, they always play their best game. So there you go. I'm going the other route with this. I think Steelers are winning big. You know something I've learned about these podcasts, Mr. Kibasa? What's that? When you make definitive statements such as that, I take a note because uh, all right, I'm about to be proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, so that's going to be a good showdown. That'll be one to watch. Who's going to be right, you or me? Somebody's winning big. Yep. And the, NFC, the AFC uh, North is going to get very interesting. Very interesting. I could uh, continue, but I want to talk about the game that I'll be watching. Let's do it. The Colts, the Colts at the Jets. Oh, your New York football Jets against the Baltimore. Oh, wait a second. Indianapolis Colts. Rented lips. Rented lips. It is so hard sometimes not to say the Baltimore Colts. <laughs> you know, I remember a game. I'm old enough to remember a game where Johnny Unitas and Joe Namath played in Shea Stadium. I saw it on TV, of course. And, but I was alive for it. And I think combined the two guys through for 900 some odd yards, more than seven or eight touchdowns and uh, the Colts against the Jets. Now that's after the Super Bowl game, the Colts Jets, but they also, we also have that Super Bowl game. There were games in the seventies. I remember the Colts game was important to me. It was the Baltimore Colts. There were games in the eighties when they were Baltimore and then Indy. And then it kind of lost its luster. But coming into town today is Mr. Andrew Luck. I believe he's a meathead. (laughs) And he's going against the kid Darnold for the Jets, who looks more like a jarhead. Yeah. And it's going to be Colton. And he's a kid. We have have a guy in our league called uh, the Flying Savant. And around draft time this year, well, we're talking fantasy football pretty much year-round. And he said, Mr. Darnold of the Jets is an interception waiting to happen. Wow. And he wouldn't come off it. Very similar to some of the things I keep just keep harping on. And in this particular game, fantasy-wise, I can see the Colts coming in to play the Jets and Darnold being a three-turnover guy and the Colts winning his ballgame. Hmm. Fantasy, who's your guy? Colts defense is the sneakiest of sneaky picks. Andrew Luck, of course, you got him. You got to play him. No no T.Y. Hilton yet. No T.Y. Hilton. So I'm going to ask you, you know, there's a kid named Rodgers and a kid named Grant catching balls for the Colts. Very no-name sort of players. Do some research if you're in looking for a a wide receiver play and Mr. Rodgers on the Colts. Mr. Rodgers on the Colts. (laughs) is a sneaky, sneaky guy this week. And the Eric Ebron show of last week, um, they hurt him pretty good. He's pretty good banged up. I believe he still has some good talent or good points to get for a tight end. You play him again this week. For my New York football Jets, there'll be no Isaiah Crowell uh, dude wipes. In fact, I'd say Belial Powell will have a better game than Mr. Crowell, which means in fantasy, you don't start either of them. And I think, again, Darnold is going to be bad, and the Colts are going to take care of business. That's 27-10. So I'm not liking anybody for the Jets in fantasy, and uh, a little surprise, the Colts deep, along with Andrew Luck. 
and Mr. Ebron with the surprise play of Mr. Rogers. And there's a running back named Mr. Hines who can get some junk time. I think his name is, um, I don't know his first name, but Mr. Hines, the running back for the Colts. There's a sneaky guy. You're looking for a running back this week, Mr. Kibasa? Naheem Hines of the Baltimore uh, the Baltimore Colts, listen to me, of the Indianapolis Colts. It's going to be 60 degrees. It'll be another cloudy day in New Jersey. And uh, the Colts, the Colts defense is, is my, 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 I hate to say it, but the Colts defense is going to have a great day. <laughs> mm. Oh, Mishy, Mishy, Mishy. We all it know hurts. that you like to you like to go hard on your jets so you're going to be pleasantly surprised but I think you're ignoring the fact that Isaiah Manwipe Crowell had 219 yards rushing last week. Bilal Powell had 99 yards rushing last week. They were on fire, man. You think that's fire? You think that was just a flash in the pan? It was just going to go out, and they weren't going to. They had a great game. They beat the crap out of the Broncos last week, man. They're they're rushing the ball like that is the game plan for the Jets. That is their game plan because Darnell is a rookie. Coach Boyles, Coach Boyles, coach of the Jets, fired his offensive coordinator because the Jets threw the ball too much last year. And I believe the Colts can stop the running game. But I like Bilal Powell more than I like Mr. Crowell this week. I have to admit to you. And because Crowell is that kind of guy, this week he's going to get you 50 yards and a fumble <laughs> after having 200 yards and two touchdowns. Nah. That is, you, that's Isaiah Crowell this year. You're a Cleveland fan. Is that part of his uh, mo? Well, he was. I thought he he always ran hard. He just had nut. Well, when he was here, he just had nothing around him. Nothing around him, man. And the Jets got a chance to be three and three. I mean, I think that's got to be way above expectations if they sneak out of here with the win, don't you think, Mishy? Well, they're playing at home. It won't necessarily mean you know sneak out, but the it it should be a competitive game again. But Darnold. The rookie quarterback is going to cost the Jets. He's, He's going to cost them because Inunua will have a better game, but Richie Anderson will have a zero game. Robbie another guy Anderson. with a, another guy with a yes, another <laughs> guy with the Crowell effect. Last week Anderson was great. Crowell was great. This week, this is the Jets, man. You just don't catch fire like that. And I can see the Colts defense again, just being a very sneaky team to put in your lineup. And I will be watching this game, and I will hope I'm very wrong, but I'm not going to be. <laughs> I say the Jets come out of here three and three, in in a tight game. Colts passing versus Jets rushing. There you go. There you go. Andrew Luck is a must play. Definitely Find one of the wide receivers and enjoy the game. But if you go into the game, you know certainly have a great time. But. You know, the Johnny United throwback and the Joe Namath throwback jersey would be the most popular things there. <laughs> and that it's just going to be, it doesn't have the same, uh, you know, mustard on, on, the, on that hot dog. It's not the United's Namath days. It's AFC South versus AFC East. It's just a different deal. And I don't, I don't, uh, I don't suppose that the Colts D is going to give an inch. They're going to look to take that win. A rare weekend with the Giants and Jets both playing at home. It's going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. Speaking of fun, they're going to England. The NFL is going to England this weekend. Oh, are they? I didn't realize that. Yes, sir. 
And you're, who, uh, well, they're not yours. The Seattle Seahawks are traveling halfway around the world. Oh, great. The Oakland Raiders, who are traveling equal distances halfway around the world to play American football somewhere in England. Man, what time does that game start if you're in L.A.? Uh, it starts 1 o'clock my time, so it's an early game. Hmm. Hmm. So it's, it's, you know, it's like, you know, it's as if those West Coast teams were playing on the East Coast. But Coach Carroll and Coach Chucky in England taking West Coast teams, and you know what they're going to get in uh, in London this time? A whole lot of nothing. They're going to get ground and pound. They're going to get ground chuck. They're not going to see the ball in the air 50 times, 75 times. You're going to see running plays 65% of the time, my opinion, of course. And that bodes real well for the Carson owners, bodes real well for Marshawn Lynch owners, and it doesn't say much about the other fantasy potential. And yet, early in the season, Russell Wilson was supposed to be a top-five quarterback. My question is, does the ground chuck work, and will Russell Wilson score you 23 fantasy points this week? What do you think? I've got I've got a lot riding on this game because Russell I, Russell Wilson's my guy, but I think I I mean Goff's in Denver. They had a terrible game last week, and I'm telling you I, I'm I'm sitting here. I got one thread holding me on to Doug Baldwin. I think I might have just said Doug Baldwin was was his number one guy last year. Doug Baldwin has done absolutely nothing. He scored four fantasy points in the first yeah, five Michi's weeks. Got, Michi's got some good news for you on that front, but please continue. Well, I, I don't know, man. I need I, I don't know if I want to play Alshon Jeffrey tonight because, I mean, I'm thinking maybe I just got to go to the waiver wire and get rid of Doug Baldwin and shove somebody in there because I just feel like I shouldn't go. I shouldn't have two guys going in Thursday night both on the on the Eagles. I, uh, I and Doug Baldwin that. has to go if I if someone has to go. I mean, I, I and Dalvin Cook hasn't done anything. He was my big guy. He hasn't done anything else this year have, either. If, if there are people listening who are having this the same dilemma, I would suggest offering trades to everyone right away before you cut a brand name guy. I would consider it. Even take something back that you just need or have to get rid of. Because to cut a guy and let someone pick it up, for instance, if you drop Mr. Baldwin, you're making a big mistake because Michi has news for you. Mr. Baldwin will be the guy who will catch a touchdown or a pass or two or three or five. But Baldwin will have a fantasy game that'll give you double digits tonight uh, in London on Sunday. Excuse me. Hmm. Baldwin is the one skill guy wide receiver on either team that I would trust. And if you have Wilson, I'm, I'm looking at Russell Wilson to score you 25 points, but I still say it's going to be a run heavy game. That means Russell Wilson's going to be efficient. He's not going to throw the ball 30 times. He's going to throw the ball 18 times, 10 or 11 to Baldwin for about 98 yards and a touchdown. Perfect fantasy football play. But I see Carson and even to a lesser extent, Mike Davis, surprise cheap guy to have as being a sneaky guy and the running backs for both teams having the best games that they can have ground chuck in london with the exception as we said the, the wide receiver and quarterback in seattle and do you think sebastian janikowski is worth a play in this in this game the way seattle's moving the ball as a kicker janikowski kicking on a soccer stadium polish kid american guy 
man, I think he, I think he's a double digit man. He can, he can, he can score 12 to 15 fantasy points this weekend. Wow. How's that? You're giving the English guys a show of ground chop and a Polish kicker. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> but and I'm sure, I'm sure that, the London audience appreciates field goals more than the American audience does. I think they would mock it to no end. Hey, I can do that. Hey, grandma can do that. What? The one good thing going for this game is it is international break weekend, so there will not be any English Premier League soccer this weekend. So that's that's a good thing for uh, is, the is NFL that, football. Is, is that the science or is that deal making right there? That's a good question. I, I mean, how many games do we do over there now? I mean, they, Too many. they. I wonder if they only do them on. Will they have one next week or will they have one with the, the next? The next international break. I'm not sure. Mr. Kibasa, I can keep up with the players. I can keep up with <laughs> my fantasy team. I can keep up with my JETS Jets. I keep up with the bye weeks. Uh, when they're going to play in England, man, that's over my pay grade, brother. <laughs> over my pay grade. Enough of that London game. Let's get back to America and play some more football. Alright, there's two boring games, so we're gonna move quickly. All right. I call them boring because I don't live in either of these places. The Panthers are playing the Redskins. One o'clock game. They they should be regional rivals, and I don't really see them as that. There's a there's a couple things. Are you fans of either the Panthers or the Redskins, sir? What was that? I missed that. Sorry. Are you fans? Are you a fan of the Panthers, or are you a fan of the Redskins, or anything like that? I'm a fan of Adrian Peterson, and he scared the crap out of me last week when they swung it out to him, and that dude went right for his knee. I thought his knee was done, and it turns out that he came back in the game and hurt his shoulder, or maybe he's hurt his shoulder on that same play. So now they're not even calling it a knee; they're calling it a shoulder. But he might play, so I don't know. I mean, I've always been, I've always liked Adrian Peterson, and and every year I keep thinking he's coming back and. I picked him up on my fantasy team, and he had a couple good couple good weeks. Didn't do much last week, and now he's got an injury thing. But he's he's a tough dude, man. So, ah, Hall of Famer. But we said this in one of the early podcasts, and you remember Adrian Peterson will get you two weeks, maybe three. Then he's going to get hurt, and then he's going to be done. And I hope that doesn't play out. But here on the Sausage Hut, we. Yeah, that's that's on that's for the world to listen to because it's here on the Sausage Hut. Yeah, and now feel with- bad. I feel bad because he's a Hall of Famer, but he's an older Hall of Famer. Right. You know what is uh, just as bad for the Washington Redskins? What's that? Chris Thompson is hurt. Oh. Richardson, uh, their WR2 or 3 is hurt. Their WR2 or 3, Doxson is hurt. The Redskins are all kinds of banged up, and they're playing at home against the Carolina Panthers. On offense, I can't see Smith as a quarterback as being a reasonable option. Um, Jameson Crowder is the only wide receiver who's healthy. If he's on your team, he might be a sneaky, sneaky guy tonight or again on Sunday. Um, I don't see anything else good going on with the Redskins here. What about you? Yeah, unfortunately, no. I mean, no, he, Peterson didn't have, didn't do much last week. So, right. Do you trust uh, Christian McCaffrey as your one and only Carolina Panther fantasy player worth starting? He's good, and yes, I think I think you can trust him. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. You know, uh, Greg Olson, they say he might play, but I, I don't have an update for that. And uh, if you got Funches, 
and you've got a wide receiver you got to start, I guess you're going to have to play him. But Cam Newton is not a touchdown maker right now, and I'm very concerned about the fantasy points coming from the Panthers. You saw the kicker kick, what, a 63-yarder to win last week? Yeah. Just there's, McCaffrey's the only guy to own here. Panthers D would be my sneaky play with all the injuries on the Redskins. Hmm. And and the and again the Carolina kicker. I don't see a lot here, and I'd like to move on unless you have something else to say. Here. Nah, let's get out while we still can. All right, it goes from bad to worse in some respects because the Buffalo Bills dun, 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 are playing the Houston Texans. Another one o'clock game. Okay. There, uh, you see fantasy scores here. I don't. I don't. <coughs> I just don't see Buffalo so on the road. Buffalo on the road, the Texans D might be the soundest play. Wow. You have Watson, you're going to have to start him, but Buffalo's D is not so bad. And the Texans, to me, are in must-win mode. So if you're streaming Ds and you have the Texans, which I do, I, uh, I'm i going to play the Texans D and, and say, yeah, I got Hopkins, I got to play him. I'm not so sure about their other wide receivers. I got Watson, I'm playing him because he's he can do it all. But I kind of put a little hedge and say this could be a low-scoring game where the kickers will come into play, and the Texans D might uh, might be the high score fantasy-wise here, with the exception of Watson scoring 20 points. What do you say there in this uh, very thrilling and chilling Buffalo Bills at Houston Texans matchup? Yeah, that's uh, Deshaun's got Deshaun Watson is good, and what about your boy DeAndre Hopkins? He he's, might have a, he's a must start. He's a must start every week. Must start. Must start. Mustard start. Not a ketchup yep. start. No, no, sir. No, sir. But the other guys are ketchup starts. The wide receiver won in this game because I think the Bills can play a pretty good brand of defense. Another low scoring game. And um, I don't see the track shoes here, even if they're playing in a dome. Okay. I really don't. Really don't. Can we just move on from that game, sir? Certainly. Let's go. Let's go to uh, the great state of Minnesota to watch another underachieving team, the Arizona Cardinals, take on the Minnesota Vikings. There is uh, everything to be said about the uh, Vikings beating up on the Eagles last week. Yeah. You got your you got your value from your defense that you drafted too high. You got value from Thielen, who's on a record-setting pace. You probably got value from Cousins. What you didn't get in Minnesota is running back anything. Damn it. What that was this? my big guy. That was my number one pick. Keek, or, uh, Dalvin Cook. Cook. Mm-hmm. Hamstrings, man. It's awful. And they don't. I, I haven't read anything. I thought he had a little bit of a setback. I don't expect him to play. I don't think he's going to. You know, this game, uh, if you're in Minnesota, you're going to enjoy it. If you're in Arizona, you're going to be hiking. It's just, <laughs> there's just other things to do because I can see the Vikings just blowing this team out. I can see, even though the Vikings have some difficulties to me, the way the Cardinals blitz all the time, cousins can pick that up all day long. Thielen and Diggs, I think Diggs will at last, I've been saying this every week, Mr. Kobasa. I think Diggs will have a, have his touchdown or two game. And I can see the Vikings eating up the Cardinals. The question I have for you, sir, is David Johnson, David Johnson, uh-huh, I want to sing, I want to say it, but no, is David, David Johnson, Johnson uh-huh, uh, 
thank you. I was looking for that one. Thank you. Is David Johnson a must play this weekend or is this the weekend you got to say, you know what, David, you had a good run, but I'm not trusting you. What do you say? On the road, Vikings defense has a lot to prove. Oh, no, man. Vikings at home. Vikings at home. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. That's uh, yeah. Vikings. At, yeah. David Johnson on the road. Vikings D got a lot to prove. You can see He's him getting have... shut down. You can see you can see that, can't you? You can. Yep. And yep. then Larry Fitzgerald, hopefully he's if, – if Larry Fitzgerald's healthy and he starts getting some catches, look out for David Johnson then. I'm to understand that Fitzgerald hasn't practiced and there's a reason why the kid on the other side, Kirk, got a cheap touchdown last week. Hmm. Kirk okay. would be your cheap – Kirk would be your surprise player if Fitzgerald can't go the wide receiver for the Cardinals. But he's a kid – the Vikings can be a little susceptible to some deep passes. So again, there's my fantasy flyer in that game. Otherwise I like the Vikings wide receivers, the Vikings D and the Vikings quarterback. And I am not watching that game. <laughs> That's all we need to know. Sir. That is the uh, bears coming off a of bye week are going down to min- uh, going down to the three Oh five to play. You know, my my piss on team, the Miami Dolphins. Right. I was so I was so wrong, but I corrected myself. And I'm, I'm really glad I did because I think the Bears are going to have a game where Trubisky is going to be the man. I know, I know, I know he needs to prove it, but he's going to prove it here. Therefore, we will not see five touchdowns from the Bears, but we will see or from Trubisky and the Bears. We will see two or three. You can see the Bears taking care of their business because their defense is so good. And I like no Miami Dolphin players whatsoever in this game. Any opinion here, Mr. Cabasa? I'm still waiting for Jordan Howard to have his breakout game because I put stock in him from day one. I'm putting him back in the lineup this week. I think they're coming off a bye week last week, or was that two weeks ago? Correct. Coming off a bye week. Everybody likes going down to Miami, don't they? The Dolphins well, D. Yeah, they, hey, this is going to be a good game, I think. It could be. A, it could be because the Dolphins are at home, but no one's going to, you know, there'll be Bear fans at the game. And I can see the Bears wanting to continue um, their good football, certainly on defense, but I can see the Bears needing to continue their good football on offense. And I think the Miami weather, it's going to be 86 degrees and hot. And the Bears are going to be hot. And I don't like the Miami Dolphins anymore this year. Well, what do you think about this kid named Kenny Stills? (laughs) I think if you can get, I I think if you can get his rookie card by two and put it in a safe place and then try and get it autographed. Still available on many. On eBay for nine cents. (laughs) No, Kenny Stills. Um, do you I the Dolphins again there has to be a player who's going to score at least a touchdown because as good as the Bears defense is they'll give up 10 points and I'd be you know throwing darts with a blindfold on after you spin me three times do you realize Mishy that there is a chance that the Miami Dolphins could come out of this week in sole possession of first place in the AFC East yeah I, I bought that hype two weeks ago and then they went to New England and I got off that train at the next stop in Cincinnati, and I was right there 
saying who I am so glad I corrected myself because I'm a long way from home with this Miami Dolphin team. <laughs> and the Bears are good enough to, to really, you know, just be an all-Bear crowd in a half-filled stadium in downtown Miami. Wow. 86 degrees and hot. Come on, man. We're at the beach having mojitos instead of watching Trey Burton get another touchdown because he's going to continue to correct himself. Quick rehash for the Bears. Trubisky is the main sleeper. If you need a quarterback and you got room, take a flyer, put him on your squad. He could be very surprising. Bears may figure this out. Um, Allen Robinson, everyone's waiting for him. He scored a touchdown a little else last week. I think he's going to have a really nice game, Allen Robinson. If you're looking for a cheap guy, Allen Robinson's on some waiver wires. He's on some people's benches. Consider putting him in. And the Bears D. I'm not saying a word about the running backs, uh, Cohen or Howard, because I was terribly wrong. And I'm going to go with what you said. Mr. Howard's going to have a great game. I hope so. And and no Dolphins. And no Dolphins, I like it all. Wow. Boy, that was a lot of 1 o'clock games, my friend. Yes. There were only a couple more. You want to get into them? Yeah. Well, let's go to the 4 o'clock games. There's going to be snow in the Rocky Mountains. Oh my gosh, really? Next degree of snow, a chance of snow in the Rocky Mountains. Chance of snow. The Rams at the Broncos. Okay. The Rams at the Broncos. Yeah. NFC game, AFC game. Rabid fans in Denver. I have a question for you about the Rams, Mr. Kilbasa. Yes. What happened to their defense? They looked. They took a look at their offense and said, we can take this week off because our guy's going to score 100 points. And then... You know, it didn't really work out for him. And they've never bounced back from that that state of folly. I can see that. Broncos defense got eaten up by the Jets last week. A lot of running game, a lot of uh, rushing yards for the Jets. Yeah. You, you know, you could see that, uh, of course, Mr. Gurley is the top guy running all over the Broncos. My surprise guy, I'll give him to give that early, talking about running backs, is your boy Philip Lindsay of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Because you asked about him last week, and yep. I said we had some good reports. And here the Rams are not being not get, stopping the run, and the guy who's going to get the ball is Lindsey. And he is my sneaky, sneaky, you need a running back play, pick him up and start him right there in Denver. He had a big game. That, yeah, he had a big game two weeks ago, didn't have that big of a game last week. So now against a, a struggling Rams defense, we could see that this kid's fast. He's really, really fast. Could we might see in a, a healthy dose of Lindsay time, and for the for the Rams, you picked up Jared Goff. He could be without two wide receivers, Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks. Good news for that me. Would, that would leave uh, the great Robert Woods as a must start for the Rams. That's on my team. He's on my team, and I'm starting Jared Goff. So I want Goff to Woods for four touchdowns this weekend. Uh, well, you might you might see more rushing touchdowns in his game than passing touchdowns. But those two men, Mr. Goff and Mr. Woods, they you you have them. You should be playing them. Goff is right now a top five quarterback, as we spoke about earlier preseason. He was 12, 13, 14. So even without his two main or his Wide receiver, one of two of the three wide receivers. He's still a guy you want to put in there. There's a name called Josh Reynolds. Are you familiar with Mr. Reynolds' work? 
Um, I, I only catch glimpses of him because I'm really busy watching Robert Woods, and then I'm really busy watching Gurley take away touches from Robert Woods. Understood. But if if the the regular wide receivers are banged up, Josh Reynolds now becomes a player. And another sleeper guy to say, hey, I got this. Jared Goff is going to have a good game. Reynolds is your wide receiver to pick up, again, if the other wide receivers are hurt. We all like Mr. Gurley. Um, my man Greg Zerline, my favorite kicker who I picked up on the free agent wire, is not going to be ready this week, and they're still going to go with a man named Santos, formerly of the Chiefs, as the Rams kicker. And, oh, there it is. And you can see the Broncos, you know, not, you know, the running backs. They got some wide receivers. But with the way the Rams' defense is playing, Mr. Kilbasa, I'm going to say Case Keenum is the sneaky play this week, the Broncos quarterback. Ooh. Because he's a little bit maligned, and yet the Rams' defense is very uh, maligned. And you can see some points being needed to be scored in this game. That leaves uh, the wide receiver Sanders. And who's the guy I make fun of on the other side of Emmanuel Sanders? Demarius Thomas. Yeah, he's the guy I make fun of all the time. He would both – he becomes viable perhaps, but Sanders is the guy I would trust. So we got some sneaky plays in this 4 o'clock game. Keenum sneaky, Lindsey sneaky. Um, Robert Woods we know about, but Josh Reynolds is a sneaky play. And that could be an entertaining fantasy football game. Rams have been showing that they love playing into the 30s, and I think the Broncos might be able to catch up. That's why America – I'm liking me some Case Keenum to be a top five quarterback this week. Wow. And Gurley might have 300 yards rushing. Gurley, yes. Well, because, yes, he doesn't need the man wipes. He's Superman, and he is as good as any player playing in the game. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable talent. We're going to go to a game that doesn't have that same amount of talent. We're going to go to two games without that same amount of talent. All you right. Might we roll through this? Yes, indeed. <laughs> The surprising Baltimore Ravens are playing the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. It's going to rain maybe on and off. It's going to be 68 degrees and humid. And if I ever was going to take a nap on Sunday, I would turn on the Ravens Titans game at 425. Wow. Okay. You know, I would just low scoring, no fantasy relevance to speak of. If, you wanted to pick a fantasy player, you would take the kickers. If you wanted to pick a fantasy player, you might take both defenses. And on offense, if you got Sheriff John Brown of the Baltimore Ravens, that's your man because he will catch a deep touchdown because that's what Sheriff John Brown does. <laughs> other than that, other than that, Mr. Kilbasa, I don't see a lot of fireworks in this game. You, what would you do if you were in Nashville and the Ravens were playing? Tell well, me, honestly. Well, I'd, I'd go gamble in the morning and then uh, get a couple drinks, get a cheap ticket, and go go watch it. The Ravens are angry because they just went to Cleveland and lost. So they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, and they're not going to want to lose to another team like the Titans. Mariota's playing with an injury as usual. They might have a good rushing rushing performance from their two dudes. You know, the, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not good. So this could be this could be an ugly game. Ravens D has been very consistent this year. If you got them, play them. Um 
I know they're on my team, and I'm, I got them on the bench because I'm starting the uh, Texans D. But just for the sake of a home team versus a road team. But you can see less. You can see in what the gamblers would call an under game here, I would think. And again, the kickers might be a good play. You can say the Ravens are mad. I can say that the Ravens are going to have a big battle on their hands against the Titans. That's what I'm saying. And I would, again, take a nap. I would just take a nap. Forget it. <laughs> Check the game on replay. That's uh, And nothing against the fans of those two cities, but that's what I would do. There's a better game, perhaps, at 4 o'clock, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. Dallas Cowboys. And for all the former America team backers, because you're not America's team anymore, Dallas, for all those people out there, you're going to get a dose of angry team, as Mr. Kielbasa said. And the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is going to come into Dallas. at Jack. Let me try that again. The Jacksonville Jaguars defense will come into Dallas and beat up the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Beat them up. I hope that TJ Yeldon, who I've, I've been waiting for him to have a good game all year because it was a great pickup to get Leonard Fournette out of the way. So he's been dealing with his own injury problems. He needs to have a big game because he's starting this week for me. He should, and that's a, that's a, that's a nice start because Yeldon, Yeldon is, is, he showed out, he had a nice game against Kansas city and he's going to get the ball again. The who else do you like on Jacksonville this weekend, fantasy wise? I don't want anybody else to do anything except TJ Yeldon. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what about uh, what about Jamal Charles signing that contract this week with Jacksonville? Oh, he's not gonna yeah. play. I hope he's I hope he doesn't play. play. He's not gonna. He if he's in shape and ready to play, um, um, I don't know what I'll do. I'll spin three times because I can't see it. The idea that Jacksonville's defense is the, the the one to start and pay rewards is that I think that's what we're going to see this week. I really do. You know, Blake Bortles, for all his consternation, five interceptions, four interceptions, he scores fantasy points. And without, you know, T, Mr. Yeldon catches the ball as well as Wells and runs it as well as runs it. But without Fournette, this team has to pass the ball. So a sneaky play would be Bortles one more time. And my question that I ask every week, the super important question. Hit Blake Bortles it, one more time. <laughs> no, I was, that's a good one. But I was going to ask you, is this the week you pick up D.D. Westbrook? If you need him. I mean, it was funny. You, you, you had Blake Bortles. By the way, you had a great victory over the Flying Savant. You destroyed him with Blake Bortles this week, right? I mean, Correct. Blake Bortles was your man, and you took it to him, and the, the Flying Savant had a terrible game. You had a decent game, had a good game, and you beat him by 32 points. That was just a complete meltdown. I emulated I emulated your game. <laughs> <laughs> Where you took a Dallas Cowboy, Dak Prescott, yep. and played it against the Flying Savant, and we call that the Dak Syndrome. So I did that against you when i played you i had two cleveland browns in the lineup the dak syndrome 2.0 and last week against the flying one i had two houston texans the kicker and the defense playing against his dallas cowboys formerly known as america's team 
and I took him down mightily. So the Dak syndrome, if you're playing your best buds in fantasy football and you're going to beat them, you might as well beat them with guys that they would normally just just cringe. Oh, he's beating me with the Texans. Oh, he's beating me with Browns. Oh, he's beating me with Dak Prescott. That's that's joyful. That's so much joy. Definitely. And, you know, it's the Dak syndrome, and it's a way to approach things. But I had a good week. I'm very fortunate there. And last week, the Dallas Cowboys did not have a good week, and I can see them having a very bad week this week. Ezekiel Elliott owners, Dallas daily fantasy football players, don't take Ezekiel Elliott this week. You're a regular fantasy player like we are. You have to start him. But this is the week that the Dallas Cowboys start booing at home. Ooh. This this is the week where they've got a call for their coach to be fired. Wow. Because Jacksonville, Jacks, this is that's what week six is in Dallas. And Jacksonville is going to deliver it on a platter. That's the drama in Dallas. Um, we spoke of a few fantasy players, but the real drama is going to be a manhandling. And the coach is in big trouble. The coaches and the fantasy backers of the Dallas Cowboys, you're going to get nothing. You're going to have more. If you're going to have more fun with Blake Bortles and TJ Yeldon on your team than you will with any Dallas Cowboy this weekend. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I know Dallas always hangs up on me, but if Dallas is still on the line at Michigan 108, <laughs> listen, listen, it's just a fact, okay? But the redhead is about to go, and we should draft a petition on Twitter that just says, you know, fire him now or Jerry sell the team. Hit him where it hurts because the Cowboy world needs a better team than, than what they got. Great football fans, established football fans, championship fans with egos to match. But they deserve they deserve a lot more there at Big D. And we're That's on the New there. England on that note. <laughs> yes, sir. The Chiefs game of the, the week. Patriots. The game of the week. Who's gonna play who's gonna play defense in this game? Nobody. <laughs> I uh I had a phrase I passed it along to my friends in Kansas City two weeks ago, and I'll share it with share it again if I haven't done it already here on the sausage hunt. Are you ready? I'm ready. The only team that's going to beat the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And it should be a point fest, slug fest, offensive fantasy football bonanza. There's a couple games like that this week. But Kansas City going going into New England. The question is, you know, which guy is not going to score double digit points in that game? If you had to choose between Mahomes or Brady in this game, Mr. Kabasa, who would you take? Patriots need to win. They're at home. Chiefs on the road. This is Sunday night, right? Correct. I'm taking Brady. I'm taking Brady at home. He's got a lot of weapons at his disposal. Kareem Hunt or Sony Michelle? As your main running back in this game. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I think they're going to do a good job at shutting down Sonny Michelle. All right. The, uh, we should say the, the, we should combine the other running back. What's Mr. White's first name out there in New England? James. Mr. Out of the backfield, James White. James White. Boy, is he a fanny, fantasy producer regardless of what format he's in. Regardless. And there's a player there as well. So we've named three Patriots. 
which of the wide receivers would you be looking at to be have the most fantasy production in New England? Well, hey, Josh Gordon is is due for a big game. Gronk, I mean, you got the Gronk factor's big, but um, you got Hogan, you got Edelman. I, I think Hogan and Edelman are going to be your underneath guy. Edelman's going to have 13 catches for 26 yards. <laughs> and a touchdown? And hopefully a touchdown. He's still available on the waiver wire in our league. He's got a lot of yeah. competition, though, man, when it comes to scoring points. The Patriots, if they if they decide to, they might not lose another game this week. Or you this said that year. last week, and that was very profound. Yeah. This is this is the rock in the hard place because will the Chiefs beat the Chiefs, as I say, or will the Patriots not lose another game, as you said? Sounds to me like we're setting up a, a separate wager here, Mr. Kobach. <laughs> However, for the chart, uh, for the Chiefs, rather, Tariq Hill, Sammy Watkins. If you have both of them, are you starting both of them, or would you start Hill and be hesitant on Watkins? Yeah, never had much faith in Sammy Watkins ever since I drafted him high a couple years ago, and he never did anything for me. Tariq right. Hill, Hunt and Hill, you know, are great so far. Yep. And then, of course, there's Kelsey as a must-start. Right. You can see Kelsey having him and Gronkowski matching up to have a like the tight end game played in heaven. Yeah. Where both of them dominate. That uh, let's go ahead and say that. Let's go ahead and say Gronkowski and uh, Kelsey are the dominant wide receivers in New England. I love Josh Gordon. You can see him again running the ball downfield with nothing but chiefs are trying to chase him into the end zone and not doing a dance. I hope not doing a dance. And I can see 35 points winning this game. And you got to start Tom Brady. You know, you got to, if you got the running backs, believe it or not, if you got the running backs in new England, you might get points from both of them if you need it. And we went over the chiefs. I can give you a weather report for that Sunday night game, Mr. Gilboss. Please do. 50 degrees and football weather. Yeah, perfect night for football. Perfect. This I'll might be, be the highest rated Sunday night game of the year. Um, I wouldn't. I, You know, we watched the Super Bowl last year and we saw no defense. Not, except one turnover at the end of the game. That could be what kind of ball game we're going to see here. Chiefs Patriots. Fantasy friendly. Friendly, friendly, friendly. You know, I would take both kickers in his game, and I would avoid the defenses. And I'll up the ante. First team, the 40, wins this game. <laughs> and I, I hope because so. Because I like the Chiefs, and well, because I like Mahomes and you like Brady, I believe is the way we put it. Yeah. Um, let's see, New England's, all right, a big bowl of chowder and a fresh, uh, freshly baked uh, bread. Someplace fancy. Big bowl of chowder, maybe some lobster bisque, and mm. some fresh bread with oh. a bucket of beer, and the lobster's coming. Nice. Oh, boy, that's now that's some eating in the neighborhood, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> I love it making bets with you. We eat right. Speaking of eating right, yes. what's the best thing you've had to eat this week? The best thing I've had to eat this week? Um, I made some bacon-wrapped chicken breast that I, I'll put – I put yellow mustard on and let it sit for a little while. Then I put a rub on them. Then I wrap all that in bacon and cook it in my roasting pan. That's the best thing that I've sounds, had all week. How about you? That sounds well. I, uh, I, I'm still working on my homemade sauce. I grow the Roma tomatoes. Oh, I make nice. my own sauce. 
and I decided um, there is a uh, not pasta. Not all pasta is created equally. And me still being in my chunky monkey mode, I went down the Barilla Plus aisle and got some nutritious pasta to go along with my homemade sauce. Oh my God! Takes longer to cook, and if you overcook it, it's glue. Right. So I, I'm looking forward to my trip to Florence and some homemade pastas and some proper sauce. Nice. See what. But before I get to Italy, we're going to get to Monday Night Football, the our final last one of the game week of Week Six. San Francisco is going to play the Packers. San Francisco is all kinds of banged up. Do you know who the starting running back this week is in San Francisco? Oh, that one kid? What's his nuts? No, the old man with the old car. Oh. Oh, Alfred Morris? Yes. And (laughs) I'm trying to, you know, do some internet search. And who is the backup quarterback in San Francisco? And it's just a blank spot. The 49ers, we spoke of them last week as a team to stream your defense against. Arizona Cardinals put up about 25 fantasy points in our league playing against the 49ers offense. There is uh, every reason to believe the Packers are going to get very healthy on Monday night. And the Packers is a popular streaming option for their defense. You got to love Aaron Rodgers. I've been so wrong about him. Aaron, I apologize. I'm not an insurance agent. Don't get mad at me. Don't send your real agent over because I'll knock that guy out. <laughs> hey, what are you doing talking to Aaron? I'm going to knock you out, dude. Who are you? And you got Devontae Adams. You got the superstar Jimmy Graham who may or may not produce for you. People who drafted Graham too early are like, just going crazy. Their other wide receivers are still in question. There's, I have no word on Geronimo Allison unless you have an update. I don't. And, you know, there is there is every reason to believe the Packers will dominate. If I got a surprise guy in this game, I got Pierre Garçon of the 49ers as being the only healthy guy to catch a ball and him scoring a touchdown and, you know, mocking the, the Packer fans by mock jumping in there. And if I got a surprise for you on the Packers side, I'm taking the much maligned Montgomery, number 88, the wide receiver turned running back. And if I'm, if I picked up, for instance, Aaron Jones as my running back du jour, a fancy play out there in Green Bay, I think you're going to be very disappointed because mm-hmm. they just don't love him the way some people think they should. And Ty Montgomery will be the nice running back there. He's the one who's going to catch a touchdown pass. He's the one who's going to help Aaron Rodgers blow out the 49ers. In 40-degree football weather, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Monday night. And if I need to go to sleep early, I will. But I got Aaron Rodgers in my starting lineup, and I will be watching the whole game saying my – I'm sorry, Aaron. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Aaron. I apologize for what I said. And I'm going to be enjoying the 30-some-odd fantasy points that Mr. Rogers brings to my neighborhood. (laughs) That's what I got Monday night. What about you? Devontae Adams was my man last year. I thought about keeping him. I shouldn't have. Uh, He's going to have a big night. The Packers D is going to have a big night. Yep. So yeah, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be pretty. The only maybe if George Kittle has a big game for the Niners, they might uh, try to yeah, stay in it a, a little bit. There's your surprise. There's a name that that if you got him, play him for sure. But I uh, I like my surprise pick. I'm gonna see Pierre Garcon. No one's gonna pick him up. You watch. And uh, 
by the time we repeat this program or by the time rather that we come back next week, I'm going to know who the backup wide backup quarterback is on the San Francisco 49ers. I promise America that <laughs> at Michi 108. If you know at Michi 108, if you're part of the guy's family, I don't care. I just need to know. <laughs> Are you going to be watching football tonight, Mr. Kibasa? I'm going to be watching football tonight because I need I need Travis Kelsey. I, I guess I'm going to keep Alshon Jeffrey in the lineup because everybody's telling me I should. So I got big, big Zach points Ertz. on the line. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz Zach. and Alshon Jeffrey need them both to score a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. So I'm hoping well, for we a brought big... up, uh We brought up some things in that game. I hope it's productive for you fantasy-wise. I, I know that uh, I'm avoiding this game. I will watch it. My baseball requiem is uh, available on Amazon.com and Kindle. No, I don't have. Yeah, we were both. Uh, both of our teams were eliminated this week: the no, Indians and singing, the Yankees. Dude, good night, Irene has been singing from both cities. Good night, Irene. Good night. Good night, Irene. One of the great songs, people. And the idea that I gave myself two days for Yankee rehab. Because every year the Yankees bow out, I go into my own little state called Yankee Rehab. And this year I gave myself 36 hours. And to help me through my Yankee Rehab, I bought a, a bottle, uh, not a bottle, hello. I bought a box of uh, Fruit Loops and I bought a box of Lucky Charms. Nice. <laughs> and at 11 o'clock each night, when just about when the Yankees were getting finished by the Red Sox, I opened up the bowl of cereal. And I ate one box the first night in my, from part of my Yankee rehab. And about the same time last night, I never ate another box of cereal. Nice. So many calories, I can't tell you. But it was part of my therapy, and it helped. And I'm officially out of Yankee rehab. And so happy to be here with you in the Sausage Hut on week six of pro football, fantasy football season. And Fantastic, Mr. Kabasa. Thank you very much. That is everything you need to know to dive headfirst into week six of the NFL. We hope you're winning your fantasy football teams or fantasy football leagues based on what we tell you. At Michi108 on Twitter. At Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter. You can catch me doing the football minute on Monday night on the Mark Aram show around 8.45 p.m. or somewhere right around there. Thanks a lot, Mitchie. As You're always. welcome, Mr. Kabat. And we will see you next week on the Sausage Hut Radio Network. Dun, 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 dun.